Hello, hello, listeners to the Third Way Podcast. Welcome to the final episode of 2023, a manologue. Uh, I've been thinking about the work. The work is a kind of a catch-all term for the work of consciousness. I think Byron Katie uh, probably was the one that coined the term, but it is a common phrase in the consciousness community. And it's multidimensional. The work is uh, the work of, say, trauma integration or inner child work or getting to know your core self. And then there's the work that involves brain chemistry. Um, and then there's the work that is more spiritual, uh, more around connecting to your soul. And whatever your belief system is, you, if, if you're practicing consciousness, you have some version of this. For some people, um, they may have more weight in one area than another. Uh, for example, people that kind of follow Western Buddhism may more focus on uh, mindset or mindfulness and less on trauma integration or uh, brain chemistry. I have been working on all three, uh, primarily uh, trauma integration and understanding how my mind works, um, and but also working on my brain chemistry, which includes um, monitoring what I eat, mostly. <laughs> I haven't done that so much in the last couple of weeks, uh, but generally monitoring what I eat uh, and understanding that it affects my brain chemistry, what I eat and what I put into my body. Um, it also includes supplements and includes medication. Um, I'm on Wellbutrin, uh, and I also uh, take Adderall as needed for ADHD. Um, and then, and then the soul work. And it's interesting is I started this journey really from the soul. I, I eventually kind of got to know my mind better, and um, and then I didn't really focused much on brain chemistry until actually this year. Um, but the area that I feel the most, that's been neglected the most recently, is my soul. And so I may have some essays or musings about that as I can, as I re-examine, you know, who I am at a soul level, my spirit, my, the part of me that will never die, the part of me that will still be here after my body's gone. But the question I'm thinking about related to the work today is, who are you doing it for? And it's honorable to do the work to be a better partner, to be a better parent, to be a better leader at work, to be a better friend, a better family member. Um, that's an honorable thing. But it is, I'm realizing, secondary. And I've often said that when you discover your purpose, the first follower of your purpose is yourself. And that is the, that is a sort of like a conscious form of selfishness, if you will. Um, not self-centered or even self-centric, but understanding that you, that the work is first for you. You have to want to do it for yourself. 
not just to be a better person for other people. And again, it's on a gradient here because not doing any work and just being an asshole is also not good or being numb or ignorant or low conscious, whatever you want to call the various degrees of both mindset and behavior. That's not good. But it's also a, a kind of um, deferentialism or deference to do the work for other people because you want to show up differently for other people. And in some vulnerability and self-reflection and some honesty, I realize that a lot of the time I'm doing the work for someone else, uh, primarily my wife, uh, Virginia, primarily my sons, my friends, um, to some extent clients. Um, I also realize I do a lot of the work um, so that I can be productive with output, both with Massive and also with my podcast and essays, um, that I need to get centered and get right in order to do that. But I'm still doing it for someone else. So I don't do resolutions, really. Um, but I would say that it's probably not a coincidence that I'm having this epiphany a few days before the first day of 2024. And because that would be my goal for the upcoming year is that I am doing the work for me because I love me and I care about me. I've talked about on this podcast with others and also in essays about the inner child work and that really the wounded child needs attention and then, but that child is still always going to be in there, even if, if you've had some healing. And, um, and I have, I have tended to that work this year. I think I've done a, a lot of work on inner child healing, but what I want to focus on moving forward is the work for the adult Justin, the one that's here today. Um, the one that is putting energy out into the world, the one that is putting energy into family dynamics. And that is, that is a different kind of approach because we're not going back. We're not going back to past trauma or to past neglect. To do this kind of work with the adult Justin is very present and very much related to current circumstances. And I think I'm going to be examining what that means as I move forward. But I think that there's definitely something to do with identity in there, um, doing the work for the adult, your adult self. Um, I think that part of the work is realizing that as your, your body changes um, and you go through the various stages of life, your brain chemistry can change and then that has an inf influence on everything. And I think a big part of the work that I need to do with adult Justin is stop reacting to shadows. Um, stop 
or at least be aware that am, am I reacting to a perception of something um, or am I reacting to the thing? I posted amusing this morning uh, that said um, associations are hell and expectations are its chains, which is some dark shit, I realize, but it's still true that our brain is a, an association machine. Um, and that the, all that associating and all the expectations of the what the future is supposed to look like or the way you wish things were, all of those put shadows out. They cast a shadow. So I really do think a lot of the work is that I want to show up in life without so many associations and expectations and biases. Um, that's part of the work to remove those, to remove those things. I think that another element of doing the work for myself for, and honestly for myself is to stay perpetually engaged in life. Um, I think some of my biggest fears are complacency, boredom, and resentment. But if I'm not doing the work for me, complacency, boredom, and resentment will grow because underneath it, underneath whatever my intention is to show up better as a, as a partner, et cetera, et cetera, um, I am not doing that for me. Um, so as I think about what that looks like from a behavioral standpoint, I, I'm not quite sure. I generally do about 15 minutes of meditation in the morning. Often I do it at night. I try to take mindfulness breaks during the day. I try to regulate what I eat and when I eat. I try to only use Adderall for, you know, kind of high productivity situations and not to just feel differently. So I'm not sure how putting myself first in the work is going to manifest in certain behaviors. Um, but I think it's going to be a transformative new mindset. And this is the kind of beautiful irony. In an effort to do the work for other people, it creates separation from yourself. Um, it creates kind of a hologram that they're reacting to. And by doing the work for yourself, you're ultimately getting what you're getting to what you wanted to get to in the first place, which was to show up as your true self. So that's who people are reacting to, of who you truly are. And like I said, that's a beautiful irony. Um, and what I know about love like unconditional love, divine love, is that it doesn't need shadows. It doesn't need a hologram. It doesn't need even will. I realize you don't will your way to love. You choose your way to love. And the first choice I need to make related to love is what do I need 
in order to be me, to be who I truly am, and then have the courage um, to do that. Now, I'm blessed with a very supportive partner, um, amazing friends. My, my, everyone in my family is my, my best friend. And then other amazing friends that, 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 that's a blessing. Um, and so I want them to point out when they sense that I am not doing the work for me and I'm doing it for them. I want them to say something. Um, I want, I want them to be a mirror. Um, so the last thing I have for this particular episode is just to thank you. Thank you for, um, all those, all of you that are paid subscribers. Um, that means a lot to me. Um, and all of you that listen and share comment on essays and podcasts, I'll be making some new, some changes to the way I'm doing, um, the third way. Uh, but I'll announce that in, um, a future, um, update, uh, email update through Substack. But I'm very grateful for this platform. I'm grateful for all of you that invest in what I have to share in the world. And, um, I wish you a very, very happy new year.